0: Computers, bank ATMs, guns, air conditioning, and even pens are all tools that are used in every aspect of daily human life. These are all tools or cultural adaptations to help us interact with the environment around us. However, where did this entire process start? When did tools become so prevalent and effective to influence our lives so much? How did we, as humans, evolve from the use of tools? To understand the growth of tools in human society, it is important to go back to the beginning. The first evidence of human tools came from 2.6 million years ago when humans developed their first set of stone tools. This era of tools is commonly referred to as the Oldowan tools. Then they were formed through a flaking method. These tools were used for hunting, gathering and forming fires. These innovations were huge for humans as they allowed for a better diet and to eat food in greater quantity. The second stage of human tool growth was the Acheulean tool set. The tool set was created around 1.6 million years ago using a unique method called the Lavois technique. This technique involved striking pieces off of a stone core to produce a tortoiseshell shape and then striking the core again in such a way that produced knife-like tools. This was a huge innovation that spurred on human growth. Fine cutting allowed for finer produced goods. Also during this time, humans started to create hearts. Hearts were not only a place where humans cooked, but also where they socialized. This allowed for the creation and growth of human societies. Studies from Dietrich South and Cherry Shamanan found that the tool making also helped humans grow their vocal communication skills. Not only does creating tools require certain use of areas of the brain, such as Broca's area, but also parents had to teach this tool-making skills to their offspring and to each other. Thus, communication grew in human societies. As the complexity of tool-ma- tool-making continued, so did the complexity of communication. Around 40,000 to 80,000 years ago, cutting blades were further developed in the Aurignacian industry. These blades also were very easily fitted into shafts. They were very important in the growth of human hunting. The leverage and effectiveness of a blade on a shaft made it more efficient to hunt. It is also important to note that during this time period, recording information, burials, and art also became more prevalent in human societies. The earliest recorded information was recorded on a stone tablet. In Kazafa, Israel, researchers found the oldest burial site dated back almost 100,000 years. At the site, they found fossils of 15 individuals, tools for digging, and red ochre, a red powder that can be used as paint. These indicate that human societies were sophisticated enough during this time period that they were establishing cultural norms around the burial of their dead. Around 11,000 to 17,000 years ago, a new stage of stone toolmaking emerged, often referred to as the Magdalenian culture. Humans developed the ability to make sharp, triangular objects out of stone. This allowed them, allowed them to make spears, harpoons, and other projectiles to hunt animals. This made hunting even more efficient and allowed humans to take down larger prey and thus gather more food. This increase to the human diet allowed for better nutrition. This rippled through the species where humans started to have lower infant mortality rates and thus more humans were being produced and surviving. It is important to note, though, that this is a steady trend over time. As the human diet got better, less and less infants were dying, and thus there were more offspring and population growth. Also during this time period, music and art started to develop in human societies. Researchers have found p- evidence of two-dimensional and three-dimensional paintings that date back 35,000 years. They've also found evidence of stenciling, pottery, and other forms of art. The final growth of stone tool making came during the Neolithic period. 12,000 years ago, humans figured out how to use a grinder to form tools instead of flaking. This kept tools sharper and in better condition for longer periods of time. These findings really help illustrate the growth of the human species. How, unlike any other species on Earth, humans have found ways to communicate and display intelligence that have really shaped our, society, our species today. However, how does this all relate to the large growth in technology that has led us to where we are today? The answer is actually quite simple. These technological advancements allowed for greater human diets. These greater humans' diets allowed for our brain to grow and expand and to put more effort into developing technology. Eventually, technology has developed to where it is today. A key part of stone tools that they allowed for humans to start mining. Through mining, humans were able to find iron and other minerals that are uncommon on the surface. To give an example, apple products require lithium, which are found in mines in Africa. Eventually, stone turned to iron, iron turned to steel, and steel turned to plastic. This all ties into cultural adaptation, which has been the largest component in the survival of the human species. The fact is, is that in the world today, many species are not suited to live in certain environments. People native to northern environments are stockier. But now, even those baresued to southern climates with longer extremities can live in places like Canada. Technology, or really just tools, allow these people to survive and thrive. To give an example, a family immigrates to Boston from Kenya, where they have lived for generations. Upon arrival in Boston, they will find themselves in a very different environment, not only culturally, but also in simple weather. So, how do they adapt to meet this challenge? They buy extra heaters. They put on more clothes in the wintertime, and they eat more. Heaters and clothing are really just tools that these humans are using to adapt to their environment. However, tools were also a way for evolution to occur in humans. The creation of more efficient tools created that greater diet, which gave pathway for human evolution in the brain and other areas of the body. As fire became more widespread and used for cooking, it became easier to chew food. Tools were used to cut off food to make it smaller and easier to eat and to expend less energy. This caused the large mandibles and jaw necessary for eating to become less necessary. Over time, the jaw slowly started to shrink. This greater diet, combined with increasingly better tools, allowed for the human brain to expand and adapt. In addition, the shrinking of the large jaw allowed for more space for that brain to grow. Finally, the stomach also shrank during this period due to cooked food taking up less space and requiring less energy to digest. Researchers at Harvard performed a study to figure out the benefits of tool use in cooking in human digestion and energy expenditure while eating. They divided people up into different groups. The first group dined on a purely vegetarian diet that would have been available to early hominins. Another group ate unprocessed, uncooked meat and then spit it back out. In the second round, this group mashed the food up with tools that would have been available to early humans, and in the final round, they cooked and sliced up the meat. Not surprisingly, researchers found that the group with the cooked, sliced up foods were able to expend less energy and were better able to process the foods. This exemplifies the fact that tools have allowed humans to have a greater diet and have furthered our evolution. However, this topic is controversial. Some scientists have argued that the continued use of technology has actually hurt the human species and made us weak. Kyle Muttentrick, a bioethicist, argues that over time we've become weakened due to technology. Humans do not adapt to their environments, but rather adapt the environments to them. He points to the fact that more humans now live in cities than anywhere else. The the biological deficits of tools include dull fingernails, a weak jaw, and no tree movement. All of these are because of stone tools and the benefits they bring. Evidence also shows that over the past 30,000 years, brain size has gone down. Muntrich also explains how we, as humans, constantly outsource our intelligence. For example, the toilet in your house stops working who do you call? A plumber. You need financial advice. Who do you go to? Usually your banker. Let's say your car starts to break down, needs repair. Where do you go? To the mechanic shop. In short, we don't do as many things ourselves anymore. If you think about it, over time, in fact, we are becoming more and more specialized in our individual tasks. In addition, we don't remember things as as many things anymore. Computers have made it very easy to recall information. To give an example, I constantly forget the time. I glance down at my phone, and it's easy to recall the information because it tells it to me. Calendars are also very easy, to remember, now that we have computers to remind us. You have a meeting with your boss. You put it down on your iPhone in your calendar section, and it will remind you when you actually have it. This can also be applied to a mathematics thing, for example, or English or any real subject. Let's say I don't know how to do a calculus problem. Khan Academy is right there and can help me solve the problem by walking me through the steps. Button Kick's argument brings a lot of merits. However, he forgets about the constant growth in technology and how, in fact, we are becoming more complex in our, in our mathematics and other aspects of society. For example, math day is much more widespread than it has been in the past. If you look back just a century ago, I imagine a small fraction of the population knew how to do calculus. Now it is mandatory in most public high schools to teach it to their students. To, in short, education has grown exponentially. In conclusion, tools have become the number one adaptation that has shaped human society. The way that we, as humans, live life now has come from the technological advancements of those before us. By adapting to the environment using tools, humans have been able to reach levels of comfort and stability that would have been unthinkable even 100 years ago. Tools not only provided better ways to produce results, but also allowed humans to undergo biological changes or evolution to change their body and skull composition that has been beneficial to our species. By viewing the past of our development, we can hope to predict the future. The key to development in our past has been technological change and good diets. Who knows what we are capable of in the, if we hold this trend? In the future, perhaps, we'll become even more intelligent and strong. Or perhaps Kyle Muttentrick is right, and there will be more negative consequences that we have not thought about. Thank you for tuning in.